We play and call it work. Mini Wargamer Dave here from MiniWargaming.com. Welcome, Wargamers, to the Shrine of Chaos. This is the very first episode that will be podcasted, meaning the ones that are going to be created in the podcast. Because I put a poll out on Facebook and in the interwebs, and I asked people, would you like to see this or would you like to listen to this as a podcast? And the answer was yes. There was actually one no out of all of the comments. I read roughly 300 comments. One said no. Obviously, they're a Tau collector, and that's okay. It's okay that people are wrong. In fact, I have a t-shirt. I don't wear this because I don't like to rub it in the faces because that's not gentlemanly. That's not how we make friends. But it is the obvious nature of things. So, I want you know what? In fact, the one person that did say wrong was on YouTube, or that did say no, they were on YouTube, and I looked at their comments, and I looked at their channel, and looked at the videos that they liked, and I just so happened to come across some painting tutorials that they liked, and it gave me some inspiration. So would you look at that? Comes around full circle, 360, and that's how it works in this chaotic universe because something good comes out of everything. Speaking of this right here, which is right in front of me, it's a box of Chaos Space Marines. That's the current chaos giveaway right now 10 chaos space marines you got to be on instagram you got to follow on the mini wargamer dave instagram page and if you do that and you comment on the post that has me holding these guys and uh, you know it's, it's smiling at them if you comment chaos space marines then you will be entered into the draw and i'll draw at the beginning of the sh or at the end of the shrine rather for these guys because it's these guys and now that we're into it right now Let's talk about some hobby stuff because I've been listening to a bunch of podcasts. I've been interviewed on a number of podcasts as of late, and I've noticed that some of the similarities between them is that there is hobby progress, which is super cool. I really like that aspect of it because it lets you know some of the progress that's happening with the hobby and what you're doing and some of the projects that you're working on. And it's inspirational and informative and educational and entertaining all at the same time. So for that reason, I'm going to be sharing some hobby progress of my own because it's been a number of years since I've actually dove into the hobby like this. The last time I can think of it was actually when I was putting together my Blood Angels and that was a number of years ago. I want to say that's five, six years ago approximately, maybe five years, closer to five years ago. But I have a plan in motion and my plan is this. My plan is to assemble a Chaos Space Marines army, but to do a true Mark of Dave army, meaning that there's special weapons modeled on the guys themselves. And I want to do this because it's fun. It, it just sounds like it's fun. And I'm going to do them, do them up in a color scheme where it, you don't automatically think of another Legion when you look at them. You just say, oh, that's kind of a cool color scheme. That's kind of the goal. That, that's, the, that's the goal. And then obviously it's going to get better as it moves along because it's, I'm rusty. I'll, I'll just be straight up transparent. I am rusty right now. I, I'm not not the best painter it's been a number of years since i've painted so even if i was a fantastic painter just getting right back into it is it like riding a bike i don't know maybe i'm sure there's always improvement when you do something for long stretches of time and you sharpen your saw and you just get better at stuff so here let, let's take a physical look at it and i'll describe it as i'm talking about it because for those who are listening to the podcast you're not going to see what I'm doing. You'll just have to listen to it. So here's a box of Shadow Spear. Okay, that's included in amongst some of the boxes of models that I have that I'm going to be starting up. The reason why I have Shadow Spear is because I want my obliterators. 
I think it's important that they're part of a new army, new Chaos Space Marines, Mark and Dave Army. And you know what? The Space Marines, just kind of as a segue for a moment here, Space Marines, you can do new chapters, you can do your own custom chapters. Why, why, why can't we do custom legions with Chaos Space Marines? I, I don't see any rules saying that we can't do that. So I'm just going to go ahead and do it because I think that's a very chaotic thing to do. So that's what I'm going to do. And uh, Shadow Spear, that, that's what I'm starting with here. I'm, I'm using a bunch of guys here, and I think it'd be neat to include these. Primarily, it is for the Obliterators because I love the models. They're fantastic looking. So number one on the list, Shadow Spear. Oh, by the way. The Space Marines in this Shadow Spear box, I don't have a use for right now. Unless I convert them to Blood Angels. I, I mean, I, I convert, I mean, paint them up as Blood Angels. I could do that, but don't have any immediate plans to do that, so I'm just not going to. Also, in front of me, I have four boxes of Chaos Terminators. Thank you very much, Risen Chaos TV, for subscribing on Twitch. We have four boxes of Terminators. That's part of the startup that's part of the initial collection which i'll be doing because i think that terminators whether they're good or not competitively doesn't matter it's all about the theme of the army and it's all about the aesthetic and i think an army without terminators means that you can't bring abaddon in i mean you can't really you can bring them obviously you can bring them but you can't narratively and because of the bringers of despair i mean you you want those guys in there to kind of be the retinue for abaddon now, here we are, we're into the meat of it. So we got, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yes. Six boxes of Chaos Base Marines. They are 10 man boxes. They're also going to be part of the army because uh, of insanity. There's a lot of bits in these guys. And you know, here's the good thing about this, too. There's going to be a lot of leftover bits, which I'll just create a collection of and I'll, I'll be able to do stuff with and I think that's fantastic I can't wait to do that that's going to be a lot of fun now going down the list we got one two Muller Fiend Forge Fiends yes they're also part of the army I think that it's best I'm going to convert these guys one of two ways I'll get your opinion on it just see what you think but one of two ways I can either magnetize them so that they could be Mauler Fiends or Forge Fiends. Or I can Market Dave them, but Super Market Dave them. Meaning, instead of one thing counts as another, the Super Market Dave means that all of the weapons are represented. And you can just choose one. So I can put their Close Combat Lasher Tendrils plus the Ectoplasma Cannons. And it really counts as whatever which one you want to count it as. Because it's all there for your viewing pleasure. One of two different ways. I get your thoughts on this. See what you think. I haven't decided quite yet on these. This is more... I'm I'm going to do this a little later because I want to do some just straight-up Chaos Space Marines first. I think that's a good way to start this hobby. This might be... Or this uh, this army. This might be an overwhelming project. I, I don't know. All I know is that I like to sink my teeth into big projects and whatever happens, happens. Now, taking a look at this. This is the last thing on the pile. This is a box of... a. Apocalypse Chaos Space Marines Battalion Detachment. Included in this box is, let's see, we've got a Chaos Lord and a Terminator armor. We have bikers, and then we also have Chaos Space Marines. That's, what included, that's what's included in this box. 37 miniatures total in here. And 
I'm going to add it to the collection as well. There's a really good deal on these guys, getting these guys right now. It's a repackaging. Let's see, there's actually six bikers in total, and there's 30 Chaos Base Marines. That's the total amount of models in this. So it's equivalent to a lot of those guys, a lot of the other boxes that I just showed you. But that's the other thing that I, I'm going to have here in reserve, if you will, because I think that's sweet. Oh, by the way, I have some... I have some giveaways for next week just because that's that's part of the name of the game here. That's part of the gifting of the chaos gifts of chaos is the gifting of chaos gifts. And I'm going to show you what they are. All right, here we are. Now, we have other copies of these, so we don't need more than one because they are characters. So one is Chief Librarian Tigurius. The other one is Corsaro Khan. So both of these, I'm figured, should I do one giveaway or two separate giveaways? Hmm, that's the question. Let's see what the live viewers are saying right now to this. I think it should be maybe one each. I don't know, two separate. Okay, that's the first comment. You should do, you should chaos two. Okay, so it looks like the first two comments are saying in four comments. Yeah, everyone's saying two separate giveaways. That actually makes sense because if someone who's collecting a Ultramarines army they're not going to care about the con, right? And vice versa. So I'll do two separate giveaways for that. But I am going to give them away. In fact, you know what? I'm going to do them simultaneously. That's what I'll do to make up for it. I think that'll be cool. It's really relevant right now. These guys are new. So they will be part of the giveaway. And I will be posting that later on. It's going to be on the Instagram page. By the way, if you're not on the Mini Wargamer Dave Instagram page, uh, go ahead and go there and follow it. I'll be doing a lot of giveaways. And then also... There's the Mini Wargamer Dave Facebook page that I've started recently. And the reason why I started it is because Facebook has a cap on the amount of friends you can have. Didn't learn, I didn't know that until I reached the cap. And we want to have at least 88,000 friends. Or heck, 8,800 in the very least. Because that's what Corn wants, right? But the cap is less than that. So unfortunately, not going to add any more friends to my personal Facebook page, which I use for wargaming purposes. Now it's on a page itself. So Mini Wargamer Day Facebook page. If you guys aren't on there, follow there as well. Like it. See all the stuff that happens. Lots of fun stuff. There's giveaways in addition to just kind of chaosy goodness and everything else that's related to everything that I do here. It's its own separate thing. Is it related to Mini Wargaming? Yes. Does it replace the Mini Wargaming Facebook page? No. It doesn't replace it. It's another thing in addition to it. So going to some of the uh, uh, to-do items here. Currently, we're right in the middle of a Lifetime Vault membership sale. Matt and I combined our birthdays, but we did it after the fact because we were working on the new site. So therefore, we did it afterwards, and we've already started it. It's been a bit over 12 hours. It's been actually more than that. Actually, now it's close to like 22 hours. But well over half of them have sold, and we do it for a limited run and we're going to institute a time limit on it too just because of like we can't we can't keep it open ended forever so we're going to close it off relatively soon vault for life twice thank you very much dr vulcan so that's happening right now so if you happen to be watching this if you're listening to it the sale might be over um, but if you're watching it live right now or listening to it relatively close to the time then you might be able to get in on it while it's still available so that is a thing that's happening also Kid Hammer, the series that I am filming, working on with my children. The intro has been completed. 
And this week, my kids are coming in for more battle reports, which is going to be fun. Uh, it's a total of, uh, at the end of this week, it'll be nine episodes. And then next week, it'll be 12 episodes. So I'm thinking on the 12th episode, that's when I'm going to start releasing them. Because, you know, if you do kind of one a week, that's six weeks. And that, that's enough to kind of get started on. I think that'd be fun to do that. It's a lot, having a blast doing it. Ken Hammer, for those of you who aren't familiar, that, uh, don't worry, they don't play Tau. Just just so you know, Jack, uh, it's a... Uh, it, there's no way they would in my house, man. It's kind of a blasphemous model, you know? It's not allowed. Are they able to eat it for breakfast? Absolutely. But are they able to play it on the battlefield on the tabletop? No, they're, they're not. That's just what a good dad would do. This is the way it is. So, yeah. Uh, thank you very much, guys, for being excited for Kid Hammer. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard of it, it's a series where I play 40K with my kids. And it's basic missions, basic armies, just enough to get the kids into it, kind of get them rolling dice and having fun. That's ultimately what the goal is. Uh, but if you have children or you are young kids or if you know any kids that uh, you want to get into the hobby, it's a good series for them to watch because A, they see other kids playing. They see that other kids can play. And then they see the fun that's had because there's a lot of... Re- I mean, they're kids, right? They don't hold back, right? They show their reactions. When there's a bad dice roll, they let you know there's a bad dice roll. And when there's a good one... They let you know there's a good one. Something important is about to happen, and they hold their breath because, you know, that one last dice roll is going to explode a rhino. That little important decision right there, that little little moment in time becomes amplified because they're kids, and everything is wondrous and awesome when you're a child, and it shows. It's it's very uh, transparent in the episodes, and I've had a lot of fun doing it, so I plan on doing this for a while. I plan on playing games with my kids for a long time. So as long as that happens, I, I, I believe that that's how long this series will go. Um, so that's the hope anyway. I think that'll be fun. And also, it's according to how you guys react to the show as well. I mean, my kids are 10, 8, and 5. So if one becomes a teenager and all of a sudden loses interest, because I've heard this. I've heard that, you know, you uh, this is a familiar story that I hear from war gamers that come through here that you know they lose interest when they play uh, when they're a teenager, but they get back into it when they're in college. And so there seems to be this gap. It's like this like dark ages of playing Warhammer when you're a teenager. It's like this gap that doesn't always happen, but it happens often enough where it, it's a thing. So that may happen. But I still have kids who are younger than my oldest, who uh, are enough younger where by the time my oldest gets past the dark ages of not playing then she can play and then the other two aren't playing I don't know I'm just in my mind I'm thinking of this like you know span of playing time where they could so I think they was all right so oh what are we talking are we talking kiddos playing yes we are uh, we are talking uh, children playing, and this is the, about the Kid Hammer, just so you guys are aware. For those of you who have just jumped on right now, live, out of nowhere. And we are doing the giveaway at the end, just so just so you know. Now, the other thing that we do as part of the Shrine of Chaos, and that we're also going to continue, the tradition that we have done and done for a long time, many years. I've been doing Shrine of Chaos actually for many, many years, on and off more consistently as of late and consistently at the very beginning is a chaos comment bomb. And so this is what I'll do. I'll do it live with you guys right now who are watching and listening, and I'll also include it 
in the show notes so that you guys can participate after the fact. Because doing chaos comment bombs is something, it's a tradition that I think needs to be kept. That is a tradition of the Shrine of Chaos. For those of us who are unaware of what it is, I pick a YouTube video and we leave a comment on it. And the comment could be something like, Dave says hi from the Shrine of Chaos. Or it could be, the Eye of Terror sees you and wants you to paint the best models that you can and not paint any more of your towel or something like it doesn't ultimately it doesn't matter what the comment is uh, as long as they know they've been commented or bombed by the shrine of chaos that's really all that matters so let's go ahead and do that right now in fact i'm gonna actually look for one as we speak oh i know i know i know i know who to do okay all right so just so you guys know i'm gonna let the cat out of the bag here i don't know if you've ever seen this guy's videos he is hilarious i love this guy he is. Uh, he makes good quality videos. His name is Miniac, and this is the this is the thing, okay? That uh, I'm gonna let out of the bag. I contacted this guy because he's hilarious. And I said to him, "Hey, you wanna? You, you know what? All I'm gonna say is that I've contacted him. I'm not gonna give away any more any more details. So he he became within the gaze of the eye of terror and." Uh, Stuff may happen. So here is the link that I have left for you to leave a chaos comment bomb on. And so I hope that his comments are linked to his phone so that he sees all the notifications all at once, all at the same time. The goal is to explode his phone. As it's sitting on the back of his toilet, I think that would be amazing. If not, then obviously that's not going to happen. But that that's the best. I think that's hilarious. For a guy like him, that would be the best case scenario. So for those of you who don't know who he is, he is a relatively new YouTuber. I want to say relatively new. Uh, and when I say relatively, I mean like he started making videos three years ago, maybe a little more. Uh, but I didn't start noticing him until a few months ago. Uh, and I'm not sure why. Uh, he has actually a lot of views on each of his videos. He doesn't have very many videos. Uh because I don't actually know why. All I know is that each one is good quality. When you watch his videos, it feels like a YouTuber, a traditional YouTuber making videos, but about miniature wargaming and painting. It doesn't feel like a wargamer making videos on YouTube. It feels like a YouTuber making videos about wargaming, if that makes sense. His style is very polished. Uh, he's got good humor and good engagement. Because here's the thing. I don't typically watch painting tutorials or painting videos. I don't. Not at all. But when I somehow stumbled across one of his videos, I kept on watching. And I couldn't help but continue watching because he was so engaging. It's just his delivery. And the funny thing is, I he wasn't trying to be funny, yet he was... It's really an odd thing. It's it's kind of mesmerizing, uh, actually. Uh, that's how I would describe his channel. So if you uh, haven't seen him yet, check him out. And guys like this are good for the community because they make quality videos. And so I recommend it. And even if you're not into painting, they're still entertaining to listen to and to watch. Yeah, he's got a very inspiring looking at his stuff, and I think. So... That's the chaos comment bomb. And you know what? This is what I'm going to do. Just to, just to, for fun, I'm going to look at the most recent comments here and see what kind of stuff you guys are leaving. Because 
Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I'm looking at all the all the stuff here, and yeah, see, he's got. That's fun. Okay, I see the chaos compounds you guys have left on there, and I I hope that he has a good reaction to it, and I hope that he's uh, you know falls to chaos because that's ultimately the best thing that can happen in his case, in this case. Oh, completely switching gears and changing topics. I recently looked at an article on Bell of Lost Souls, and it was about the Lord Discordant. And it was about winning with the Lord Discordant. It was by J.R. Zambrano. And this got me thinking about the Lord Discordant because I had similar feelings about it. Now, this article basically says, when this guy came out, when the Lord Discordant came out, it was like, okay, this is pretty cool. Cool looking model, powerful. Yeah, it's pretty powerful. Not the most powerful thing, but not not the best either. He's got 12 wounds. You can target him. You can kill him very easily. Um, but he does well, well enough anyway, in close combat. And then this article came out saying, because Games Workshop made some tweaks to how he's used, uh, it's made him a lot better. And it's namely the character keyword which allows him to benefit from Legion traits, which is uh, fantastic, especially if you're Alpha Legion, because then you're, it's harder to hit him. And the other thing too is you're able to give him a lot more movement, super crazy amounts of movement. He was suggesting using three of them in a game, which is crazy because I got two and I thought having two was good, but maybe I should get one more. I was looking at it and I found it very interesting. And then... Looking at this article, not only got me thinking about the Lord Discordant and about using him more, and this is just for fun, obviously. Right? Am I, am I trying to win a tournament? No, that's not my goal. My goal is to see a cool combo on the battlefield and play it out and see how it does. I don't care about winning a tournament. I have never participated in a tournament in my life. I have helped to run tournaments, but I've never actually played in one. It's just not my thing. But I love to play the game. So... I'm in that in-between area where it's, I love this, I love chaos, I love the models, I love the combos. It's very satisfying to combo up your guys and to see how they fare and to see how they destroy stuff. There's this feeling of satisfaction with that that is hard to describe. It's almost iridescent. But anyway, looking at this article, reading it, got me thinking as well. I look at articles. I look at articles more than I watch videos which is very ironic considering that I create videos. I co-own a company that creates videos. And so, uh, you know, it's kind of ironic, right? So, but then it also got me thinking when we first started mini wargaming just about 12 years ago, that's all we were. We were articles. We wrote articles. We linked them to our online store. We weren't making videos yet. We just made articles the very beginning. I don't know if you guys remember that or not, but that's all we did. Green stuff, it was an article. Magnetizing your miniatures, it was an article. All that stuff, it was all articles. Heck, the very first product sold in the mini wargaming vault was a terrain-making article which was compiled into a CD that I wrote and made. That was the very first product. I don't know if you guys remember that or not, but it was a long time ago. We've shied away from that because videos are better. Generally, they're better and they're more engaging. But here's the thing. 
there's a huge audience for articles. And in fact, there's a large audience that just reads articles and they don't watch videos. As you know, that being said, there's also a large audience that's for uh, uh, podcasts and not videos or articles. And I'm going to pause this for one moment and come back to you. And the reason why I thought about this because of all the articles is it, it, because I read this. So um, I thought to myself, well, why don't we write articles? That actually inspired me to write an article, which I did. I wrote an article about the very first APOC game that I played. And this was last week, or maybe the end of the previous week before that. I think it was actually the end of the previous week. So I wrote an article about it instead of making a video about it, because typically we make videos in pairs, one on YouTube, one in the Mini Wargaming Vault. And in this one, the game itself, the game slash review, I'll call it, because uh, of the nature of what it was, it's in the vault. And the article is in place of the first video that would normally be made. So that's what I did instead. And I really enjoyed writing the article. It was uh, it was long. No, it wasn't long. It was uh, uh, kind of just a normal length article. There weren't any ads in it. I put it on Facebook. Heck, I put it on the Mini Wargamer Dave Facebook page just for fun. It's not posted on the Mini Wargaming site just yet, but it will be very soon. And it got me thinking, I think I want to write more articles because... That's how I personally like to consume content. And I know that there's a large audience out there that also likes to consume content this way. So stay tuned for more articles. And I think also it might be fun if part of the process of making this Chaos Space Marine Army is an article format with pictures, of course, because it, you know it's tough to have article words without pictures because pictures really help with that, even though you're reading the article for the article, but just giving the pictures like how it helps with the visual display of what you are talking about and it helps to break it up a bit. So it, it will definitely have pictures in it. I'm just a picture kind of guy. So I will include pictures with my articles. What do you guys think? What are your thoughts on that? Leave uh, your comments below. And uh, I want to know your thoughts and opinions on that. Should we as a company make more articles and should I, meaning William or Dave create articles relating to the stuff that I'm doing? I'd be curious to know. I'd like to know your thoughts on that. I think that'd be fun. Here's a question from Harry G. Thang. When are you going to play Tau again, Dave? I have been waiting for your next Tau bat rep. Well, as per the agreement of the 24-hour live stream that I did once upon a time before we moved here into the bunker, the agreement was the very first game that I would play would be with a Tau army, which I did, which I've posted already. In fact, I did it twice. One time was really bad, so bad that I had to take down the video and reshoot it. So technically I did it twice, only had to do it once. And I also promised to do a Tau Path of Glory, which I'm right in the middle of filming. And I'm not going to start posting it until I'm finished it. So there's been a number of weeks that I've spent filming that with Cullen. With Cullen because he's the Tau player, so he is playing the Chaos and I'm playing the Tau. So we can help each other with the armies, and that's what we're doing. In fact, after I'm done this episode of the Shrine of Chaos... It will be filming. I'll be filming with him an episode of that. So that'll be released, I don't know, sometime September, October area because I want the whole thing to be completed. Yes, that's what is happening. Hannah Hannaby 
The hobby slash war uh, community is more than just rules and models. Gaming scenes, region spotlights, navigating the online world of hobbydom, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, that is absolutely correct, and I agree with that. Thomas Shuby, I agree. Articles are a great idea. That being said, articles from other staff members would be cool too. That would be cool too. However, I will say this. Writing is not every person's strong suit here at Mini Wargaming. Unfortunately, it isn't. So there, with myself, I will say I am a good writer. I'm not a professional. No, that's not true because I had a published book. All right, so I'm a good writer, not a great writer. I'm not the best writer, but I'm good. Good enough where if you read it, you're not going to find a million rules or a million uh, grammar spelling errors. Um, that isn't the case with every guy here. So as much as you'd like to hear from them, there would be a whole process put in place in order for those to be edited. And so that's a whole different discussion. Um, some, yes, not all. I won't say who, but they know who they are. And to have a company's touch as I'm doing insight reviews is great doing insight reviews is great is that what sunday beach is asking i don't know uh take that tau trash bat reps and delete hmm see that's a comment from nicodemus 1360 and i'm not sure what that means all i know is that it needs to remain uh, public and for people to see i'm talking about the tau bat rep that i did with colin in fact i named the video on youtube dave apologizes for Dave's Tau apology or something like that. I think if you type in Dave's Tau apology on YouTube, you'll find the battle report. And I, I apologize in that video because that's the where I am reshooting the Tau battle report. And so that is the second game that I'm filming. The first one is actually in the mini Wargaming vault. I included it there just so people can see it just out of curiosity, right? It was a pretty bad game. And I also filmed a second game. So in total, I filmed three battle reports where I fielded the Tau, where I was the Tau. It's hard for me to say that, but it's true. I was the Tau three times. As someone who only watches on YouTube, I'd rather watch a bat rep than read an article. Mr. Dansen. And that's just it, right? There are different preferences, different content types. There are some people that only read articles and don't watch videos. And here's the beauty of it. We can... We can catch everyone if if we do it all. But if we only do one thing, then can't catch everybody. Now, here's a question, and this would be interesting. I wonder if this would make sense. Let's say there was a battle report, okay, a video battle report, and an article was written about that battle report. Would that be a good idea, or would that be redundant? You guys decide. What do you think about that? That'd be a good idea or would that be redundant? Because in a battle report, they're 45 minutes to an hour long each. And you don't, I mean, you watch it. You maybe paint as you watch it. Do you watch the whole thing? There's a percentage of people that watch the whole thing, every die roll, every shot, every still frame of the video, but they don't watch. There, there's a lot of people that don't, right? Because they're painting and it's on in the background. So there's varying degrees of things. So, um, what do you guys think? Because some people read battle report articles. We'll see. 
Great idea. The videos blitz through the rules and confuse me. So a written guide would be super helpful. Interesting. Kind of redundant, but not a bad idea. All right. Just looking at the comments here. Uh, yes, with pictures I've seen them, they work. White dwarf, have them. Um, no good idea, kind of reminiscent of the old battery. No good idea. Kind of reminiscent of the old battery reports from White Dwarf. So is that a yes or no? I'm kind of confused there. When I make bat reps, I just do overviews of player turns. See, now that's something that uh, we, this is a comment from the Warping Forge. When we make bat reports here at Mini Wargaming, we show every die roll. And the reason why we do that is because we, once upon a time, we all we used to just do turn recaps, just overviews of what happened during the turn. And they were good at the time. But since we started showing every single dice roll, we have noticed that a larger audience was captured because there are more people that would rather see that than see turn recap bat reps. That's just what we've learned. So do some people prefer the turn recap? Some people do. But a larger percentage of people prefer every dice roll, every action, every important action, showing that stuff in addition to the turn recaps because... That's what we like to do. We like to we like to do that. And we've been doing that for a number of years. So that won't be changing anytime soon. I can say that. Uh, Nicodemus1360. MWG does more on the fluff side bat reps. Have you ever thought to do super competitive vids? Maybe bring in winners of tournaments. We have thought of that, actually. That has been a thought. That has been an idea tossed around. And here's the th here's the interesting part about it. Every time that we, we actually have filmed battle reports that are competitive, that are catering to the competitive crowd. And we have found that with our audience, we actually don't, they don't receive that well. And maybe it's because the vast majority of our audience, they are casual players. They are fun narrative players. They're play for fun, more so type of players. Are there some competitive players within our audience? Of course there are. But the mass, the vast majority of the audience is casual gamers and narrative gamers. And so when we put out a, com a competitive bat rep, there are comments on it that reflect negatively because it's like, oh, what's this? What's this super cheese? What is this stuff? Uh, this is not what we like to see. And in addition to that, the competitive players are also commenting and they're saying, oh, well, you should have done it this way. And you should have done it that way because that isn't the most optimized. And so it's kind of like a negative response from both, from both crowds. When ironically, we were trying to create a video that was catering to one crowd within our overall crowd. Now, if we started making competitive bat reps from the beginning, that would be a different story because then the majority of our audience would be competitive players. But that is just simply not the case. And I know there's other channels out there that focus primarily on the competitive scene and that's totally fine and that's cool. That's another aspect of the hobby and of the gaming that exists and that has an audience and that has a following that has demand. But that's not something that we're going to focus on once again because the vast majority of war gamers, as we have found in our 12 years of interacting and making videos and throwing spaghetti against the wall and seeing what sticks... It's the fun, casual, narrative, more so type of gamers that like the videos on a, on a larger, on a grander whole. Um, 
So that's what we're going to do. That's not to say that making competitive vids is fun. Um, that's just not our thing. Uh, we don't do that. Why? Okay, here we go. Vladzikal says, why not have the articles explain stuff like tactics for armies or the use of terrain? Yeah, that, that would be cool as well. See, there's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of reasons for articles, right? It's not just uh, a battle report. Or you know what? Hmm, here's an interesting idea too. Maybe it could be, it could be a, uh, we fill in the bat rep as per normal, but then there is, from that bat rep would stem a number of different articles. One could be armies in the bat report. It could be lists. You can do an article about a certain list that you use and the reasons why you brought certain things, the narrative reasons, the tactical reasons, the different combos that you want to try out. I think that'd be cool. That'd be fun. I See, that's something personally that I would read. If I saw this is a you know, 2,000 point list of Black Legion featuring three Lords Discordants, then yes, uh, I would probably look at that article because I would want to see how those three Lords Discordants played, how they fared on the battlefield. Or if it was something like um, the, the three Lords Discordants they cleaned house against the Tau. It, that's something that I'd want to read too. Or if it was a massive towering terrain blocking line of sight, uh, but I won against an army that didn't require line of sight, something like that too would pique my attention and I'd want to read about that, I think. Also, um, hobby tips from certain aspects like I watched this I actually watched a video this morning I happened to watch a painting tutorial this morning it was uh, interesting uh well scratch that it was a conversion tutorial it wasn't painting it was a conversion tutorial and it was about this uh night lord's lord that was converted up using a number of different pieces from a never number of different kits mostly age of sigmar kits actually uh one was a night haunt one was skaven like there was different pieces used and it was phenomenal it looked awesome in the end it was a Blackstone Fortress, Chaos Lord, uh, with the uh, Thunderhammer. And so he replaced that, placed the top of the Thunderhammer with another kind of maul-looking weapon, more pointy and jagged. And the face was replaced with a mask, but the mask had wings on it, which is very Night Lordy. Um, and in the base itself, he made two different bases for it. One was skulls, which was great because it always looks good. Another one was space marine but he was submerged in frozen ice and he had just his hand sticking out of the surface and it looked absolutely phenomenal one of the coolest bases i've ever seen i have to say and it looked awesome he used a special resin for it made it frosty you could still see the model underneath it was flat on top it was uh, phenomenal to say the least and i thought it looked really cool uh, and so seeing how he made that was very interesting was very very cool and i think that an article on that type of thing would be really awesome as well just to see all that cool stuff that you don't really see every day i seen this video as well it was totally cool yeah uh that was really cool i loved it let's see i always enjoy personal army fluff articles and their achievements in battle those are neat i like those as well Love the chilled... Okay, this is from Paranoia Chili. Uh, love the chilled battle reports. Makes me think of the first games I had when I first started out. 
that is certainly our play style, and that is what we're going to get. Uh, GM Wayne 87 says, I do not know that an article written on a bat rep per se would do great, but if you do a new book review that goes with one of the bat reps where you use the new rules, where you explain certain things that happened in the bat rep and how it correlates with what is in the book being reviewed. Oh, I see. Okay, so not doing just a regular battle report, but doing something, doing a reason, like uh, doing a, a new book review, but you're playing the new army from the new book, and you're reviewing the book in the article, but it's from the bat rep. I see what you're saying. It's all correlated. It's all related. That makes sense. Yeah, so doing kind of different reasons for articles. So here's a good question. I don't know the answer to this. I'll research this. I'll figure it out. But what is, what do you guys think the most read type of wargaming article is? Is it a painting article? Is it a battle report article? Is it a tactics article? Is it a review article? I don't know. I don't know what the most read type if I were to wager a guess, it would probably be a space marine painting or review or bat rep type of article that without knowing. List building and tactics? Probably tactics. Yeah, list building. Okay, so I think I'd probably say rants about GW's pricing model. Okay, so that's that's old news. That's that's I'm not I won't be writing articles about that type of stuff. I'm not going to get into that. Um, but I think it would be like a rumor. Hmm. Tactics. So tactics is probably the number one type of article. Well, so is that what you guys read then? You, That's what it seems to be, right? So lists, 100% lists. So lists on painting coming in third. Let's see. I'd say tactics or reviews with painting coming in third. Yeah. And so here's a question. Are you guys competitive players? Because I know that there are competitive players out there. And I also know that a competitive player doesn't always say that they are a competitive player. But at the same time, they want to read a competitive tactical review or article on their army so they learn how to play it better. Maybe not necessarily to compete in a tournament, but just to have fun with their list and to not be stomped every turn. So maybe that is the goal. I think that makes more sense. Could you do a hybrid with tactics article followed by how to paint them? Yeah. Yes, um, that is certainly something that could happen. Curious about competitive, but I mostly want to just be able to play my army better. I think that is the number one goal. Really, that's that's kind of the general intuition feeling that I have. I, uh, in no way am I a competitive player. Not me. I don't play competitive much. I'm just reading comments here. I play beer hammer, semi-competitive. I base my list on the lore. Uh, rules breakdown and tactics. Most tactics in the darkage consisted of spam forever. <laughs> Rumors even. And no, I'm Mr. Bacon. I'm not a competitive player, and most of my opponents will tell you when they beat me. Fun, perhaps. I love the narrative games. Not competitive player at all. Narrative is my thing. Uh, somewhere in the middle for competitive and fluff. Yeah, uh, so from the looks of it, just uh, after reading some of those comments there, it looks as though mostly not competitive. I mean, there's some, some competitive, but mostly not. It's mostly just to play the army better. And 
I think it's also entertainment, to be honest. It's another form of entertainment, and it's just a way of engaging and diving into the hobby. It's just another way of, of doing that. So I think that'd be sweet. Narrative games for me, but a few friends are a little too competitive at times for articles. I agree that tactics would be most beneficial for both parties. Just play with my friends and my son and daughter. Yeah. Um, so here's a question. Do you guys look at articles that are unit specific? Army specific? Army versus another army specific? A unit versus another unit specific? Because that actually matters, right? Like I looked at that Lord Discordant article because it was, hey, that's cool. It's a unit specifically talking, it's an article specifically talking about the Lord Discordant and how it is awesome, basically, is what the article was about, right? So that piqued my interest because I like this model. It looks good to me. It passes the rule of cool test and I want to be able to use it in my games. And even if it sucked, like, you know, performance wise, if it just kind of died every turn, it was easy to kill. I would still use it just for narrative reasons or because of rule of cool, because it looked cool. But I would feel better using it knowing that I could actually do stuff with it. So, or cool mix. Let me see. Army specific. I'm looking at the answers here. So, codex specific, army specific, army specific with unit breakdowns, army specific. I'm a competitive player, but I don't need the tournament scene level lists. Tend to try to make it. I can win while also keeping it fun for my opponents. I do enjoy specific army slash unit slash articles. I looked up articles yesterday specifically for matchups, uh, Death Guard versus Tyranids. So I mostly looked into Death Guard specific and the matchup. Army, most units tie into other units or a cool mix. Um, I only read stuff on armies that I play. Army or unit specific? Army specific would be my preference, but if there are units I am curious about, I will read. Army, because I play Custodes, and because very few people play it, and I don't want to bring 12 bikes just to try to win. Idea. When doing the model versus model bat rev, give an article as to why and how. I think it would be cool to see a breakdown. Doing the model versus model bat rev. So, uh, Little Rocker Dude left that comment, and I'm not sure what that means. Model versus Are you talking about a who would win? Like, if I'm doing one unit versus one unit or one model versus one model because it's been a number of years since we've done those. But even still, if that was an article format, it would be based on a battle report and I wonder how it would do. I think the article would do well. I think it would. I think it'd be cool to see kind of like the different strengths of each other, who would win, why they would win. All right. D. Eric says, I like seeing tactics for armies and specific units, but I also occasionally look for information on defeating specific units, uh, specific lists or annoying lists. Okay, so do you look for articles like uh, how to beat, how to beat the Tau, how to beat the Imperial Guard, how to beat the Astro Militarum, how to beat uh, Custodes on bikes, that sort of thing, right? How to beat shooty armies. With your Chaos Space Marines. I think that would be... I think that would be a good thing too. Looking at that. Article incorporating this and how to have fun in the hobby would be fun. Uh, I look for articles like... Uh, I'll just read more comments here. I like. Uh, I look for articles like how to paint ice on your resin water. Cool. Uh, 
how to beat a tau. Slap it, exclamation mark, dot, 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 profit. <laughs> Not going to lie, if there is a unit that is crushing me, I do my research on it. Do your research on the unit and how to beat it. Yes, I like those. Sorry for spelling. It's 4 a.m. Casual narrative is the heart and soul of 40K. How to deal with X. How to deal with. Yeah, okay. How to deal with. So here's the thing. I'm just trying to think of articles that I would want to write about or that I would write about. Would I, would I write with how to deal with? Would I write those type of articles? Maybe, depending on what it is. I think it'd be fun to make a how to deal with Tao article. How to deal with Tao fielding chaos space marine. How to deal with Tao if you have a Lord Discordant. All right, here we go. Harry Harry G. Thang says, What I learned in the past as Magic player, people losing their interest when it starts getting so competitive and intense. Many casual players start drifting away from it. So uh, when it's so intense, it just kills the fun part of the game. You invest in tons of money and what you want to have fun, welcoming and friendly atmosphere. Yeah, you know, I to be honest, I absolutely agree. Um, it, that's why the competitiveness, I, I don't like the super competitive nature. Is there an element of competitiveness? Of course there is, right? You want to win, right? It's fun to win. Uh, you want to try to win, right? Do you want to curb stomp your opponent at the beginning of turn one? I don't like those games, personally, whether it happens to me or whether I do it to my opponent. It doesn't make for an interesting battle report or for a fun game on either side because it's just like there's no there's no competition and i think an element of competition makes it fun to have a super here's the irony to have a super competitive list that stomps your opponent in turn 1 and you basically have the game takes all the competitiveness takes all of the uh am i going to win using my tactics out of the game it just means i got lucky and i won first turn and then i got to shoot him off the board that just takes all of it out if there's a I don't know who's going to win by looking at the lists. The game keeps on going back and forth and tactics have been sound on either side. There's been deaths. There's been casualties. There's also been victories and there's been lucky saves. That is That to me is a much more fun game and a fantastic, entertaining thing to watch because it's a nail-biter. It keeps on going back and forth. You don't know what's going to happen. Every single time without fail, whenever we make a video and it's like two turns because one side stops the other, there's always disappointed people like, oh man, that was way too quick. Or, oh man, that was disappointing. Or, oh man, that was just over way too fast. And they should have known from the beginning that that was going to happen. So not only is it not fun to do, but people don't like to see that on, on mass. That being said, obviously there's a small percentage of people that love that because that's the type of player they are. But that's not typically the type of player that's watching our videos. And that's not the player that we cater to. We cater to the fun, narrative, casual gamer. How to deal with Dave. Is that an article? Article by Dave. 100 ways to use the Tau heads to decorate your throne. <laughs> okay. I see. See, now that spawned a whole new bunch of ideas. The, uh, the how to deal with type of ideas. I like that. Uh, I like that. It's a... Uh, so that, that feels very me, where I could just uh, kind of make it goofy, where it's like, 
it's at the end of the day, it's all for entertainment purposes, right? So if I if I put a towel head on a hundred different things in the office, and I made it better, not because of the aesthetic of the towel, but because the aesthetic of the dead towel, I think that'd be a fantastic article, and I would certainly want to read that. So thank you very much for that idea. Man, computers can be such a pain, almost making me miss the shrine. AC the Rock Devil, I wouldn't want you to miss the shrine. And for those of you listening, I wouldn't want you to miss the shrine either, although you are listening to it after the fact, and I thank you very much for this. Now, we are going to do this. You actually came at the perfect time, 40K Rage Gamer. We are going to do the giveaway now. What giveaway, you should ask? It is the giveaway of the Chaos Space Marines. So let's uh, get the box out here. Here it is, 10 Chaos Space Marines doing the giveaway. Now, there's a way in which we can do the giveaway, which is pretty fun. This is the way in which we do the giveaway. It is on Instagram. Now, on Instagram, we have hundreds of people who have left the comment, Chaos Space Marines. So what I do is I actually just do Control-F. I do Control-F, and then I'm going to open up another tab and go to Random Number Generator. And I'm going to do between one and let's see what the number is. Oh, that's a good man. There's uh, nearing a thousand there, folks. There's a lot of people. Okay. I'm going to generate a number and the number is 622. Okay. So what I'll do is I'm going to go this way. Yeah. Okay. So I'm actually going to, uh, I got to click on it until it goes to 622. So you're going to hear this clicking. I apologize for that, but it's important because uh, it's important that we get the right person because number 622 is the winner. And that's the person who's going to win this box of chaos based reads. I don't know who it is yet. I'm going to go up the list here. We're going to go for a little while. They're going to hear more clicks. And so if you're hearing this in the background, it's not good for business. I apologize for that. I could mute it. It could be silenced. I can come back with the winner, but we're really close to it right now. And you've already heard the clicks this long. So you might as well just hear it for a little bit longer until it goes away. It's only like 50 more clicks, which sounds like a lot, but isn't a lot because it goes by really fast, right? Now there's only 25 more clicks. See, there you go. It went by like super fast. 622. Here we go. 622. And the winner is Stargel Alpha Sig Mathy. I... That's a star gel underscore, no less. That's what it is. So I'm going to open you up here. And uh, you are now the winner. So I'm actually going to send you a message here. And congratulations on winning this box of Chaos Space Marines. Now, make sure to follow Mini Wargamer Dave Instagram to be a part of more giveaways. You'll see them. It's going to be easy. It'll just be a post and you'll have to comment something and also follow it. You got to follow it too as well. Comment and you'll be entered to win whatever giveaway is happening at that time. I appreciate your support, guys. Without you guys, we don't exist. And also, here's another thing too. Since we're doing this uh, podcast, I'm going to be having guests come into the Shrine of Chaos to discuss various things and to have different conversations about uh, the games and about models and about hobby and about fun stuff because that as well is something that is fun the other thing i wanted to do was share stories i think it'd be fun to share stories about certain characters in the lore i think that'd be a good idea and for those of you who 
would like to leave ideas for different podcast themes, it's always going to have a chaos comment bomb and then you'll have a, a hobby update. And But there's going to be a, a theme for the podcast to follow. I think it's a better way of doing it. I think that's fun. Um, I also like the interaction with the, the live viewers because that makes for uh, great conversation as well because I'm having the converse I'm essentially having the conversation with you guys and just relaying it back and forth.